BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. I'm here joined with Jenna Kelly. Hello, Jenna. Hello, Jim. Uh, we are, uh, this is episode 163, Suicidal Chicken. Um, uh, it, it's uh, one of the things about Key Largo. I'm, I'm sure there's many places in the world where the chickens always run around and stuff like that. You don't see it a lot in the United States anymore. Well, I mean, Except out west, maybe. Or, or, you know. Well, or, loose. Yeah. Chickens loose. Just random chickens everywhere. Third world countries, maybe. Yeah, that's... Well, we mentioned that about third world <laughs> countries running around. But you don't see that uh, so much in, in uh, the U.S. anymore. Nor... So the other day I'm driving down the road. Um, I forget what we're doing. I'm with, um, with Sky and Abby. And we're all together. So it had to be... Saturday or something like that. We were going shopping, and there's a uh, a chicken in the median strip. Where uh, in Key Largo, there's a grassy median strip with some trees and things like that. And it's just pecking along, and it's Saturday, and it's a very busy day. And we're just looking, and says, and Sky goes, "Daddy, you know, you should get that chicken." I'm just thinking, I could, but I just see that I could be two of things could have happened. That I could have been, um, could have gotten a chicken, may have gotten a chicken, or I chased. I could have chased the chicken in the track in traffic and caused an and accident, then, right? And or, or or gotten killed <laughs> chasing a chicken into a traffic. None of the they gradually got worse. The situation, saying I can get it, and the chicken attacked me. And everyone in Key Largo would see me. I mean, my vanity being um, chased by a. Uh, I couldn't tell if it was. I couldn't tell by the cursory glance whether it was a rooster or a regular chicken. Yeah, it was but, a, there's a lot of black chickens. I don't see a whole lot of white ones running around. There's a lot of black chickens and then the black No, ones. no, there's no there's there's no white chickens. You don't yeah. see those. They're, they're always just, uh, really black or brown. Or black. Yeah. Brown. Um, you know, with the red crowns and all that stuff. We, but it's right in the middle the of the road. Origin is like how did they just get here and stay here and run around and like, people must feed them. I mean just People had chickens. They right. just have but chickens, then and then they're not allowed to have chickens, and they don't want to. Um, and they just let them go. They, they let them go, just like the cats. People couldn't take care of. They can't take. They don't care for taking the chickens. They move. They just. Well, what am I going to do? They're not going to eat them. They took their eggs, but some people aren't 
like, they're not hungry eat, enough to eat the chicken. That means that these are like but conch chickens. Like they had to have been here for a very long time and generations of chickens over and over again. Not necessarily. Who, who there's there? monkeys. There's monkeys in, in, in Florida. They brought over when they used to do the filming of the old Tarzan movies. And there's some... And they let them go. Well, they didn't let them go. They just... Go. They're monkeys. Monkeys. Yeah, and they didn't have them on leashes or anything like that. That's so the monkey just took scary. off. And they had the monkeys had... You know, if you had, obviously they had a female and stuff like that. And there's some places where they have... Supposedly there's some wild monkeys in, in some places in, in the Everglades and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah. Freaking chicken! My, lo my sister loves the chickens. She loves seeing them in Key West. And you walk down because they're so comfortable around people, being around the, that. Well, here in the Publix parking lot, I had that posting of the uh, last year was uh, the, the the chickens. A picture of the chickens. There's chickens in my neighborhood. Um, even though, I mean, like I I mentioned before, there's a lot of cats, a lot of wild uh, yes. feral cats, especially in the woods. And I just imagine that they would get to the chickens, but I guess those chickens are really, they're being, they're preserving some of their brood. I think it's a brood, right? They're preserving their brood uh, because I see the young chickens all the time, so. Oh no, brood, brood is, I think a brood works for any type of brood. You can even refer to humans as brood, is their family. I wonder if there's a no, but, name for it. And that a gaggle is, uh, it's not a gaggle, is it? We're, we're checking that. That's uh, a brood of chickens would be um, a group of young that are all born at the same time. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, but br brood, they people refer to even all different families like your brood and all that stuff. But, um, it, it, it just all these things ran through my mind. I said, Oh, I'm gonna pull off the side of the road, run in the middle, grab the chicken. I mean, there's other things I would do, like a dog. Yeah, because that's gonna a chicken, a no. chicken. I I love chicken. I love I love them, and they're delicious too. But would I be sac? No, I for a dog, I definitely would step in and and try to stop traffic for a dog. I know, that's me. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't watch a dog go and get run over. Well, yeah, no. I don't want to see it. I mean, but they're just domestic. They're your pets. Most chickens are not your pets. But Abby had Abby had uh, 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 pets, and she used to call them uh, Bella and. Uh, she had chicken pets. Yeah, yeah, and they were. She gave them Polish names, and uh, where, the house she had, it was right up the road from here, um, when she was married um, to her first husband, um, she, uh, they just go walking around the neighborhood and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden she'll just go and yell, call them. So they, she put them back in their cages. So because that night they're worried about them. The raccoons get, and every so often they even get to them while they're in their cages. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. I don't know how. By the way, a group of chickens that are not related. What? Flock. Just like birds. I Google. How do you know? Well, I mean, when ducks a, are flying a flock of geese, right, but how a, do you know they're not related? A flock of chickens, because a brood would be like if it's a mother and her brood of like 10 yeah. baby chicks. But if it's a, just a flock of random chickens that are not all obviously born. Okay, I guess that would work for a brood, a would work for crows too. Because a group so. of crows is murder, but if you have all their children born at one 
Right. Okay. Well, that's not necessarily keys stuff (laughs) there, but it happens. That's one of the things we worry about. At that iguanas, you always have this. They always, um, if you folks drive down to the keys, you'll notice that, uh, especially on a cooler day or warmer day, iguanas uh, just looking at the road. You know, when you drive down to Isle Morada? Yes. And you go, there's a place called Founders Park, and you can see intermittently, you see you know, from a, a two-foot-long iguana to a four-foot-long iguana waiting across the road. Just standing there They're waiting. getting in. And then in, uh, at night, it's uh, possums, more more so possums, and then raccoons. Yeah. We do have raccoons down here, uh, just like almost any place else in the United States. Right. Possums seem to get Trash everywhere Trash, tra- tra- uh, yeah yeah uh, raccoons possums they go everywhere iguanas don't seem to make it past uh, Tampa well I wouldn't think so with the cold they're cold yeah but their iguanas are not native to the Keys either they no they're from, Mex- from Mexico right. and Central so they America brought here on pets or arrived on ships almost everything and then of course Burmese pythons right yeah and uh, of course uh, they're an invasive species and they take over everything the worst the part the tegu Lizard. About iguanas is that they, you know, climb the trees and you want to park anywhere. Like if I park under the trees at my shop, yeah, if there, it's never a doubt that there is a I told giant you. iguana shit on my. Car. Oh, and they shit like There's shit they shit like, like, uh, like cats a, with diarrhea. Yes, well, like large a really cats with diarrhea. Fat cat with diarrhea. Really fat cat. I I walked under a tree one time and I I may have whistled or something like that, and all of a sudden I heard some liquid drop on the yeah. ground, and it, this guy's walking the opposite way on the street. You know, because people do walk in Key yeah, Largo. Because, um, and we look at each other like, I thought maybe he spat some tobacco juice at me or something <laughs> like that. Which would be a weird thing to do. Or he threw something. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. And then all of a sudden, I look down and, and I say, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, that like, when they get startled, they shit. It's just so gross. Just like birds. And they're like, it's like acidic. If you get iguana shit on your car, you have to hurry up and get that stuff off. Because it like eats through your clear coat, eats through your paint. Well, I mean, it is part of the digestive system, and then almost everyone's digestive system is is, is acidic. Acid. Yeah, right. But God, stupid iguanas. But you know, they're a free for all. You can kill them if you want to. You just can't torture them. Yeah. Now I heard that they're 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 real diggers too. They can actually dig, dig through coral. Well, I guess it doesn't surprise me. No, because they say if you go through the Adam's cut and stuff like that, Adam's there's cut. There's a ton is, of them. There. There's holes. They yeah. dig holes in into it. And you think. take a boat through That's Adam's amazing. They're just can, very tenacious. I don't think I've ever been through Adam's Cut in the daylight and have not, have seen less than at least five to seven iguana. Yeah, they just They're hang just, out they there. They just hang there and they just watch. Yeah. Sitting on those big coral blocks from the. Have cut. you killed one? I've never killed one. Well, how would you feel comfortable doing it? I, yeah, probably. I mean, but I would not. How would you kill it? Not with my bare hands. Well, you know, I mean, it's hard like, to strangle an animal with your bare hands. Right. <laughs> I mean, I well, could... you're fucking psycho. I could possibly shoot one. I shot uh, a... Uh, I told you about the, the frog, the toad. You shot a toad? Well, they got those Bofu toads, and they're poisonous. The ones that are poisonous to animals and stuff? They're poisonous if, to everyone. If you, like but if humans won't go and pick them. People won't put them in their mouth. Right, but those are but the they're poisonous to everyone. The yeah. to, like, foam at the mouth. Yeah, 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 that's okay. the one. Yeah. So it was in our thing, and I was worried about Roxy and Knight coming across it. So what I did was um, I bought a um, a pellet gun. I mean, I do have a pistol, but you can't just go. You can't just and go take, brandishing you can't, a pistol anywhere. I can't take my thirty eight out and right. start shooting. Well, and and plus, how accurate if I'm shooting on a 
shooting on the, um, I don't want to be shooting into the concrete where they hang out, where you, that's where you're going to get them on the concrete. Because once they get to the grass at yeah. night, yeah. unless you have bright, and when the bright lights on, they're not out there. But the, um, I but mean, a, a, they're a, big a fat. would be loud. A handgun would be loud. I was thinking of like, you know, a BB gun or like a high power. I had, it was a, it was a, a pellet gun. Yeah. And it goes through there. It goes through them. It doesn't do enough damage all the time. I had to pump like three of them into it and it bled like a quart of blood and my neighbor comes out the next day and he just sent hosing off the blood off the driveway and he goes you get someone get hurt and I go no no and I'm just don't worry about it and the guy you know he was much nicer to me after that I didn't realize the imagery of that uh, when you hose off blood off your driveway that people are much more friendlier to you after that <laughs> okay I have uh, a story uh, uh, something you might be I, I think I mentioned it to you. There's okay. a guy, the guy that um, feeds the cats, and I don't want to say his name, but he never listens to the show. You're, you're talking about the guy that lives in Tavernier that feeds the cats, or are you talking about the one in Key Largo? The one in Key Largo, okay. the one with the where's the bandana okay. all the time. Yep, yeah. And the he one came in. in Tavernier he came has in been Friday night. Pretty famous on Facebook, so his name is pretty public. And okay. Been Jack, the cat man who okay. lived underneath Tavernier Creek Bridge and fed the cats. Mm. But. No, so you're talking this about the Key Largo Catman. This had not about feeding cats. But he comes in, he always comes in and orders a Coors. He drinks a bottle of Coors. Well, tonight, the uh, first time I ever seen him have three Coors. And he was helping Luke uh, unload his equipment and stuff. Like, I guess he knows Luke. And uh, Luke was performing at Friday night at the catch. Okay. And uh, he comes in, and I, I don't notice much. He's, he seems like a, a nice enough guy. And uh, what happens is um, Katie comes behind the bar, and I'm standing off to the side, and she goes, Jim, look, he's coming out of the bathroom. She goes, I want you to look right about a f two feet above the ground this direction, right? And this guy walks out of the bathroom, and the whole backside of his shorts are um, worn out from bike riding. And they're kind of, they look kind of like felt pants, but it, I guess it's cotton pants that are worn down. So you so, can see through them. No underwear. Ah, okay. Bare ass and balls. Oh. That's it. And I'm just staring and I'm just thinking, holy shit. I'm just, you're, your eyes are just stuck there. And I guess for her, I'm going, oh man, why'd you show me that? And stuff like that. So I had, I brought her back. I said, Look at the curvature of his butt, though. If I'm saying he's an older man and stuff, I'm talking. But he has a lot of hair, and I'm pointing it out to her, and she starts getting a little green. And I realize that experience was much more traumatic for her than it, it was, was for, for me, you. because I have no romantic images of a 63-year-old man's ass, or even at my age, any man's ass. I don't, I don't have on it. Any it romantic images? No, no. But it doesn't ruin. It doesn't ruin anything for me. Right. But then I really realize for Katie that <laughs> she eventually will be looking at a 63 year old man's ass and balls and you and, know, and when, be, right when her husband is yeah when he's that age, age or something yeah. like that or she'll look at his and then stare and think on you know look back and say wow I saw that's like which, when, now she probably went home and looked at her husband and was like oh my god what are you gonna look like in mm -hmm. five years 
It's right. like walking in on some woman that has her, you know, one of these seventy-year-old women, and her tits are hanging down to her belly buttons. You ever see those jokes about those though? Like where the, yeah. even gay guys are like, everybody well, loves tits. Everybody loves tits. Even if some weird old lady with hair all over her body says, "Hey, you no, see not tits? true." They're gonna be like, "Yeah, we want to see them. They're tits." No, <laughs> no, that's not true. No, you don't have any desire to look at tits. No, no, not those. <laughs> not those. Right. Not but those. see, there's a lot of guys too. It's like an infected penis. Like, I mean, if someone just loves penis and say, "Hey, do you want to see a gross infected penis?" No. No. I don't want to see. I don't like. I don't want to see a penis anyway. But I mean, <laughs> I don't. I mean, why would you want to see? But, do you want so, to see something? But are like, you I, it's an not ass all man vagina, or a tit man? Because usually, I'm a, uh, I'm a vagina man first. I'm a vagina man first, and, and then, then I split it evenly between the ass and the and the and the and the, and, the, and, so and the, yeah, and the thighs and the. And his shoulders. So you're kind of an everything guy. Yeah, whole picture, big picture guy. Yeah, you're not just like an ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need, I need, I need. uh, You appreciate the whole picture, and and find it hard to believe, but once a woman is a horrible, you find out they're a horrible person. They are no longer attractive. They don't feel as attractive as they used to. Right. Yeah. No. I hear about it. They just don't have that feeling, and and they're not. I, I can live, the magic is gone. Right. Well. Yeah, and then we have people like that doing all the time like coming that. in with partial. Okay, yeah. Could you grab me one too? Absolutely. I'll take uh, the, the, the bush. new one. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I like it. I like it. I have. I'm hitting the bottom end uh, of the the beer uh, thing right now. I figure I'm always drinking the imports. I better drink some like the Rolling Rock and oh, they're sixteens too. Well, I didn't even realize that. Uh, so. Yes, yeah, so we have all the people. We have so the guy I was talking about. We saw the yeah. So the that, guy that blinds it. We all have that guy. Uh, people seen him in, uh, and there's another guy. The guy that rides with it. There's a guy that rides up and down the uh, here without a shirt, and he has a lot of hair on his. Is back. this the guy on the tricycle? No, this the is guy. The bicycle, the bicycle okay. has a uh, empty. We has a banana box. Okay, the box guy. Yeah, yeah. But he always we call him a box guy. But it's yeah. always a banana box. It, it's always a banana box. I uh, and uh, I was dropping off one of the guys at the gym who he uh, that I work out in, and the guy was in horrible accident and stuff like that. But he's lived down here for years, and he knows he he spoke to the box guy. He said he the box guy used to work with him. He used to work. I don't know what he he said he was working someplace, and the guy used to work next door to him. He, and he lives up in some shed or something like that up uh, around mile marker 106. Okay. But he rides up and down. This guy, without a shirt, he always has a deep tan. So I'm thinking, where the hell does fucking uh, skin cancer come from? Because this guy, right. he just rides and rides and the sun's beating down on and his the, back. The box? And it's a, it's, a, it's a George Hamilton Brown. A George Hamilton, the old actor, yeah, who well, always has oh, a tan. Yeah. Yeah, well, that yeah was this like guy, this guy's tan. back is this dark, and he is a white guy. He's not you know, a I Latin he, guy. Oh, I thought he was a Latin guy, mm-hmm. probably because of his coloring. But so, what's did you ever find out the story about why the box? Why no, no, I met him once at Gilbert's, a, a friend of mine from uh, the program, the one in the front of, front of the book, the phone book. Okay, yeah. Uh, came in, and he he's sitting there, and he goes, Do you know this guy? And I go, No, I don't know. He's sitting wearing bike shorts and a biker shirt like he just got done running a leg on Tour de France right and he goes and he introduced me to him and he seemed completely normal 
talk to him. He's hanging out. I don't know if they're... The guy that introduced me wasn't having drinks. I don't know if the other guy was having drinks or something. But he was kind of like a little... Just different. Yeah. Slightly different. But he... People have seen him. Different. He goes swimming. He'll go swimming if in secluded areas. And he just take his clothes off and go in there. People that are kayaking, you know, just get a gander of him and stuff like That's that. That's how they know he's a white guy because they see his... Ju- yeah, like yeah, his, his junk's all a well, pale. He, right, uh, yeah. And then another time right up near this, right at the top of uh, Key Largo where you go out is a, a shooting range called Kiffney's and indoor range. And he had his bike there and they think he was letting a patch dry for his tire. Oh, okay. And he decided to air his clothes out. So he was sitting on, leaning against something reading a newspaper and a friend of mine who's in the rotary now uh, her name's Sarah I think she's mine she says she's driving by and she's looking and says oh he's sitting off the side reading the paper and she's looking closer and he's wearing white shorts wasn't white shorts he was just naked <laughs> dick balls just hanging out right there reading the newspaper he's in North Key Largo yeah just like this, just the way yeah. he is yeah. just the way it is and you, yeah, every so often you get people and they're, um, I guess... Eccentric would be the word, or... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just, I was thinking about when you're not expecting to see a part of the body that you don't want to see. If you go to, if, <laughs> I, I imagine uh, there, the, you know, there's nudist camps and you expect to see all types of nudity, right? So would it, it's not shocking, would it be? Right, yeah, no. But if you're standing someplace, like, at the host stand at a fine restaurant... And a girl's walking in with a bikini top and one boobs out, right? That happened to me at the Encore. And I didn't say anything. I just let it go because I wanted to... Because all the guys that were working were out back, right? And if I said something, she would have covered up and they wouldn't have believed it. But one of the servers ruining the party ran ahead and told one of the girls to tell them that boobs out. I think the girl was doing it for effect. But I just did dead face, um... I was taking one for the team. Yeah. I mean, me. When If someone's boob pops out and you make a big deal about it, then you, you may not see like, one again. You know, it's just like man. if you're a kid. Well, not a kid or you know, a teenager. <laughs> right? If you make a big deal, you can say, oh, I appreciate this and stuff. You, know, you make it sound like it's normal, so it comes out more often. It's like a, 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 a tit is like a nervous Nelly who is antisocial doesn't want to meet anybody right because they're afraid of the reaction that people would have you know how people don't the agoraphobic people like yes. kim basinger right kim basinger is an agoraphobic oh yeah that's the reason why uh what's his name broke up with her oh uh alec baldwin right mm-hmm. actually kim basinger i know being an actress too but total total agoraphobic when she's acting i guess that's a different thing for her but um what was I saying? So, a, a booby is like someone that's agoraphobic and they just expect social anxiety every time they think it come out. People make a big deal about it, right? They do. They get all good. You know, there's a booby. Oh my God, there's a booby. Uh, like, look what happened with Janet Jackson. I think uh, comedians say that all the time. But people lose her shit when a booby comes out. And if we just made, if people would just calm down and not make a big deal of it, There'd be more sightings, and it would happen more often. <laughs> you don't have to wait. You wouldn't have to wait for Oktoberfest, and that's only uh, what is it now? We six months away. 
six and a half months away for us. I had a, a, a friend of an acquaintance who um, got really drunk at a, a company party and, uh, and had to be carried to a vehicle. And the entire time her boob was out. Yeah. Just out. But she was like... Wasted. Just one? Like, like one boob and like... Out, just See, in. yeah, yeah, and, and actually, another female came and like grabbed her boob and shoved it back into her dress. See, I'm I'm a, I'm a gentleman. I'd be happy to do that for someone. <laughs> no, I mean it's all taken, you know, just trying to make. There you go. Yeah, because one, one, just one. It was just one. Was just yeah, one. you can't. You need out. perspective. You need both out at the same time if you need to make a um, judgment call. You can't, you, you can't just, wanna, just look at one. You want to see the symmetrical. Yeah, yeah. It used together. to be down here in the Keys. You, yeah. If I hear correctly, uh, 30, 40 years ago, that was not a big thing. And yeah, I worked at, at Gilbert's and women, you look at any time, they said, what, you want to see my tent? I go, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yep. Go <laughs> away. Just, okay. okay. And, and, and uh, then when someone, you got to gauge, when someone voluntarily shows you you have to pretend to be shocked or go oh you know bravo you know like, a, like you oh, can't go you nice. can't go boo boo put them away you can't be like oh one of those is really bad like yeah. why is that one way bigger than that one that was on my name is earl there was one i'll or, pull out my i'm bringing out my good boob <laughs> that was there i think her name patty the daytime uh stripper <laughs> no, my kids patty would daytime stripper yeah uh, patty the date daytime stripper was trying to get a guy's attention because I brought out my good boob so um, but, but this is um, these are not unusual things to see at any bar I imagine especially people coming walking out they're not being careful zippers down I guess it happens to a lot of guys that don't wear underwear a lot of guys go oh Tyler doesn't wear underwear right no not usually yeah I always I'm always big on underwear I don't know my husband's kind of a commando kind of guy but you know it's it, but here's the weird thing about my husband he's a butt man right yeah. he's a butt man and like I don't have much of a butt at all but on top I'm very well in yeah. and they're nice uh-huh. and he likes those yeah. but he the guy grabs my butt every five minutes when I'm walking through that and my butt is not near as nice as the front but yeah that's just what he's into people's preferences yeah. it's just like this that's why we have menus at restaurants <laughs> otherwise they'd be just serving hamburgers right hamburgers you can get it with a cheese or you can get it with that you know but but people's preferences that's why we have uh, big menus and stuff like that and we did uh, with all the characters and stuff like that we talked about uh, I did see we had the bag man that's out in full force right now he's up in the keys the northern keys right now um, Bagman? Bagman's up here. Well, way I've, back. I've seen him often, but I always see him. No, but he used to go all the way down to Tavernier and stuff like that. Oh. He hasn't been in Tavernier or, or... That's his furthest range, I guess, his range. Right. Looks like a, a, like a wolf. They did Released in Yellowstone. On him, in, uh, on Humans of the Keys on the Facebook page. Yeah. And they did one on, on Jack the Catman, too, with a bunch of cool updates about his story. But there was um, one person that basically in, in, had a bunch of information about Bagman uh-huh. and told him all about it and basically that he's just taken a vow of silence 
and that he used to be some kind of I see I'd have to read it to make sure that I'm remembering some correctly. Kind of. But he was some kind of like college professor, very, very brilliant, very successful. And I wanna say it was a tragic event. Like I think his that, wife. Like his wife died or something, right? And he ended up taking a vow of silence and like living off the land, got rid of everything he owned, and this guy literally just wanders around and lives in he's the a, woods. He's a, yeah, he's around six seven. No, he's super tall, very, six, seven, very six, thin. Like yeah. almost like unhealthy looking Emaciated, yeah. thin. So who knows what he eats or where he gets any resources from and he doesn't speak. He doesn't speak to anyone. No, no. And uh but uh, things are changing because I've seen him walking with other bags other than white bags. Right. Well, now, too, the reason that we call him the bag man is not that he just carries bags, but he wears them. Yeah, he wears a pl- so, white plastic bag. Yeah, you have to, like, describe it if it's to raining, that don't know what If it's raining, well, you'll see a, like a bag. You're, if you, you spend any more than a week in Key Largo oh, and you drive up mm-hmm. and down, you'll see a very tall man wearing uh, all white. All white. And some of it will be plastic. They'll have it. Yep. And he has, uh, his hair is kind of a semi-dreadlock. It's a little semi-dreadlock, very gray. Very gray, yeah. And, um, and he has a, bre- a braided beard. Yep. Braided beard. And uh, and then there was the guy, the, uh, the the guy that wore the Mets helmet, the blue Mets helmet. I don't remember that guy. He was, uh, he, but this, he the bag man, it appears, like when you see him walking, it appears that he's very, like, lethargic and that he's moving really slow. But it's actually not the case. He's just walking naturally, but his stride is so long because he's so tall that I would probably have to, like, you know, semi-run next to the guy to keep up with him just because he's got this huge, long Mm -hmm. stride. It's insane. insane. But he just, he's real, just chill, just whatever. I mean, if you look at him and you say hello, he'll nod at you. On one of these days, I want to do a remote and... uh... Maybe, uh, I, I don't know if I, it, it's kind of, uh, uh, to talk to some of the guys. I know I can't get the bad guy, uh, the bag guy, uh, but there's other people that live in the woods. And actually one of my coworkers' uh, daughters had a run-in with one of the uh, homeless guys down in uh, uh, Tavernier, and he's uh, mute. Yeah. And he started writing notes to her that kind of suggested. Oh. And really disturbed her and all that stuff. And I go, shit. Not only did he, he didn't have anything to say, so he wrote it down and got in trouble and stuff like that. Started talking. This girl's 17, 16, 17 oh, years old. Goodness. She looks like she's all 14. And the guy's around 60. I think I may have bought him lunch one time. Yeah. Went up there. I didn't know. Well, I mean. Right, yeah. Because he wouldn't say anything to me. He just came in looking at stuff. And I said, could you get him what, whatever he wants? Right. And whatever he points at or whatever. So that's what we're dealing with down here. So <laughs> uh, we, what is it? On the, to the, the wrap this up, I uh, did notice uh, this week, and I am, uh, I am apologizing. You see this all the time at work, and this is not just in the Keys, but any place. If you're working, uh, particularly at a bar, restaurant, uh, I get really uh, hungry, and then I get angry. The hangry thing. Oh, you get the hangry. But I get really, I notice it when I'm tense. And people say, you stop smiling. I shut down. I get stuck. I want, I'm ready for people to leave. And it's just tangible. It's tangible because when um, 
I used to be when I was drinking all the time. Now I took off doing, right. I explained to the listeners that during Lent, I wasn't drinking Monday, uh, Friday through Monday. And I adhere to that this week too. Mm-hmm. It's great. I feel great when I'm working those doubles. Uh, but when I'm not drinking, I get this real low calorie spike. I don't know what is drinking me store well, more fat. <clears throat> no, when I'm even not drinking. When I'm not drinking. No, I know, but when you are drinking, alcohol turns itself into sugar in in your body, right? No, but I mean, I'm just so saying it's... So when you're not drinking, I'm sure that your body is like, hey, wait a minute, what happened to the sugar? I'm getting tired. Like, give me something to eat. Yeah, this is something... That right. Well, I mean, I, I won't eat until... I mean, I won't drink until 10 o'clock at night, but around 8.30, mm-hmm. 9 o'clock at night, I really start experiencing... Yeah, yeah, I'm really uh, like just, and then people understand the whole thing. It's not necessarily yelling at someone, fantasizing, you know, driving their head into the bar, (laughs) kicking them straight in the nuts. Right. It's just, you're not, you're just, if the opportunity arose, you might take advantage of it. It's not like you're seeking out. I know, but I mean, and and then when someone, you're not smiling and people (laughs) ask you to smile. And then you do the fake smile, and you look look insane. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a... a, a, a while we're here, um, there's other people I see get that, but they're, they're cigarettes. Could be cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Could be cocaine. Oh, God. For some people. Some people need a bump. You know what, though? That do it all day. There's people the that time, do it all day. I worked with people like that. I think most they're, of the time it's people. I think it's people. Like, most people kind of suck, you know? I mean, they do. But, like, for example, with the course, if I'm busy, I'm focused on something and I'm really trying to get something done, and, some, and one of my, you know, employees comes into my office and asks me some dumb question, because like we talked about before, there are plenty yeah. of dumb questions. I mean, I'm going to give them a snarly look and be like, get out. Don't come in here and ask me to do your job for you. I'm busy doing mine. Like, whether I'm hangry, hungry, or not, or if I just ate, if I've had plenty of sleep. But you get irritated with, like, those, those type of people. And this last week, I kept getting comments from, like, one specific employee. And he kept going, are you feeling okay? Are you feeling better? Are you feeling all right? I'm like, really? I feel just fine, except for I want to punch you in the face mm-hmm. because you won't shut up. I'm just focusing and doing my job. <laughs> like, And, of course, I, you know, I'm not a bartender, so I'm not in a social atmosphere where I have to keep that fake smile on all day. I only have to do I'm that having, part, I'm having a good you know? time. I'm yeah. having, when I'm fed, when I'm fed and there's people in there engaging and stuff like that, I'm having a good time. But when I get hungry <laughs> and, you're and then and people like this and all I'm thinking about food and then you people have to go because I have to eat, I got to leave or I got to eat one, one or the other. Right. And it happens the nights when I'm normally by myself working. I'm not never by myself there's other people there but they see I don't know if it because and I I don't want to sound like I'm I don't want to be clapping myself on the back but I can work 13 hours just stand on my feet not sit down all day right I don't need to sit down and eat the people I do sit down and eat every so often when it's slow but I don't feel particularly energetic afterwards so People say you should sit down and eat. It's better for you. No, it's not necessarily yeah, better I, for you. I don't get that part. I Laying back maybe with a Roman. Everyone says something's better 
to eat at. Otherwise, food courts wouldn't have those tables where you could stand and eat. Yeah, but I mean, doesn't digestion work from the top down? Um, walking, and doesn't gravity aid in that? Walking and moving your body aids in digestion. That's why you are not supposed to eat right before you go to sleep and lay down. Yeah. Right? Because that's when people get heartburn and acid reflux. You know, you're supposed to, you know, basically eat your meal until you feel like you are no longer hungry, not until you're full. Mm-hmm. And, you're, I mean, body movement helps, like, get your uh, yeah. juices flowing. I, I don't get that sitting down and slowing down and I'm I, sitting there slowly eating that's just, that's and just all that stuff. And I go. Thing. But eating too fast, I understand the eating too fast part. I do gobble down my food. But the food. sitting down thing is just a social interaction. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I stand. I, I don't stand. think there's anything wrong with snacking I, and working and running around and doing that I at the stand same time. And you know what? I think if I have... I, I got, being a fitness instructor, I have sometimes... I found that muscle milk is really good for getting me going because it's protein and stuff like right. that. You're tired for the muscles and all that stuff. Or in short, and that's an old person drink to get it the is. calories and stuff. But yeah. it gets if I, whatever ways you get your calories and stuff like that, whether it's through an energy bar or something like that. Not oh. hopefully not too much sugar, right. but you just get it and you're fine. And it just it just puts me to eat. Like last night, I was ready to just. I'm like, what? Uh, someone asked, "What time are you open till?" I said, "Well, the kitchen closes at 10. Well, I'm asking when you close, and I go, "I'm ready to say anything." One minute after ten. Right. It's not, but uh, I, 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 I do start winding down. What happens if if you don't eat? Because at a bar, we always get the late crowd. So if I don't eat, there's no good time when it's a busy night to eat. Right. Because I have happy hour. Happy hour ends at six thirty, and that rolls right into dinner hour. And there's people coming in and eat six thirty eight. And there's a little drop between eight and nine, but who knows what happens? You always get people coming in, well, and then you have the last nine fifteen. No, no, I'm just saying when I'm by myself right. on the oh, days gosh. when there's no music, and I get a pretty busy bar by myself for some reason. And nine fifteen, when I'm ready to eat again, I get another bump because it's forty five minutes left in the kitchen being open. Kitchen doesn't like it; they don't quite understand. I'm not the biggest fan of it because I'm hungry. Right. And I never got the chance. Now, if I, what I have to do is get a, a routine down. When it does get busy, grab that energy bar, drink, right. smoothie, or whatever. Get it in me. Get me 200. Give me 250 calories. I'll be fine. Just keep going. Yeah. If you're deficient and you're hungry and you have 250 calories, you're, you're good for two hours. Probably, yeah. You're good. For two calories for most. But you're also a big human. Like, what are you? Oh, I know. You're I, six, four? Yeah, I'm about two. And, uh, I'm, but recently, I'm under 240 now. And, um, right, but and mean, I've been getting so you, leaner. But you need to have more calories than someone of my I think size. you need, I think, I think I probably need 2,500 calories. A day, I, I, right? I need 2,500 right. calories a day. And, and I could, I could probably not gain weight doing 2,750. Uh, and when I'm really active, I could do 32, 3,500 calories. Right, because you're burning it so fast. Burning it. And yeah. I, I don't necessarily know, because I'm drinking club soda and stuff, you don't feel it. Right. And then I realize it, and I just see it, and I go, oh, just give me a second. And the sugar doesn't really do it, drinking a soda. Oh, yeah. Because that's a, that's... Well, 
that gets you a soda gets you all uh, well, it's not just up. supposed to affect your blood sugar or something like that. I don't know. Who knows? We're not doctors. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. In tropics, tropics in the cold, and and I mean, imagine. I don't know what that does to your metabolism. Right. When you're up north, that your body may your metabolism may amp up because you got to produce heat. Your you body. Know, I'm sure there's a lot to be said for that, and but then on the opposite side here, yeah. it's you hot. Your sweat. Body. Like if you're outside or people that have an outside job, like my husband is, like he sweats all day, mm-hmm. and then you know he'll be in the office for maybe 10, 15 minutes, and then get cooled off. And he goes right back out there to just yeah. be sweaty boat captain, and you know all that stuff all day, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be that garbage eater and stuff like that when you see someone not touching their food. Now, if it's a friend, like you come in and stuff like that, and you're not, you're done at HM, do you want to? Yes. Yeah, but see, I always, like, I'm like, can you eat this? Yeah, I can <laughs> eat it. Because you know me, I can never eat all of my food. Kathy does that, too. She orders something, the owner of the place, she orders something, you want to eat half of this? And I say, yeah. I'm still, I could eat more. Yeah. I could eat more, but I did that now. We got in the middle of the beginning of my three-day that I can drink again. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, we'll talk about this on the next show. Oh, goodness. That's going to suck, uh, that, that one thing. But the amount of food I can eat, when I put my... Uh, it, it, it's, not, it, it's not impressive. There's a lot of people that can eat a lot of food. But when you don't want to eat a lot of food, when you don't need the extra calories, and then all you have is time... Oh, to eat, like the board. And I went to the gym. I went to the gym this morning. I was working out for two hours, and I lifted and I ran and I rode, and then I went and did a couple other things I had to do today, and then I watched Deadpool two. <laughs> <laughs> Which I is love Ryan Fucking Reynolds. hilarious! Yes, guy's awesome. he is hilarious. But um, that's that's all I had to do. And oh, when we got a couple minutes left before we uh, take a break, yes. Uh, my buddy Pat reminded me we did a when I did a recap on episode one sixty one. Yes. Uh, I skipped over Philadelphia. Oh. But I mean, uh, part of it was I was doing all the show down here and stuff like that. And I always, I do talk. I love my my Philadelphia's uh, my home, as Minneapolis. Minneapolis is your home, mm-hmm. and I have many fond memories of it as McGeehan's. And uh, all the places we used to go, my friends, uh, uh, Pat and uh, John and Mike and all the all the guys at the bar, uh, and now I have other listeners up there. I hate I hesitate to call them fans because I don't know know. Well, maybe they're fanatics. It doesn't necessarily have to have a positive or a negative in front of it. There is a Philly fanatic. You know that there's an, <laughs> that's her name of the mos- mascot. Yeah, is a Philly Philly fanatic. <laughs> and, <laughs> There is um, uh, a, there is a special place in my heart for these guys up there, and they I do feel that sometimes I do neglect them, even though and from the beginning they're the ones that paid attention to the show, and I think on the first anniversary uh, or the hundredth episode they sent me uh, I never tell you this they sent me a little I got a gift and it's a little besides the the the, the sweatshirts and all that stuff they sent. Uh, a barrel, like a, a whiskey barrel, with all these bartending implements. It's beautiful. I got it on my desk. Oh, that's cool. And it had uh, initials on it. It had an anagram. L A S T S G. 
And I go, what the fuck is that? I have no idea. For a week, for a week, I'm trying to figure out. And then someone says, it's the motto I put underneath the, the bartender show was life is she- seen through a shot glass. Oh. And I go, oh, they just made an anagram out of it. I did. I can. I'm like, I'm no fucking Sherlock Holmes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out my own clue. Well, that's what you use for the show. Oh, yeah, Why do you remember you that? So I put it up there. I do appreciate it. And they came down and visited us. Before, um, uh, it was a, uh, Kevin, Odair, Pat, uh, uh, the older brother, John, uh, Jim Golden. It was had a, a bunch of, I think, four names. Yeah, four of those guys. Some of these days we'll have more of those guys. Maybe we'll go up there. And I, I want to do a show from up at McGeehan's and McGillan's and maybe another old haunt, but it'd probably just be McGee's. McGee's is a dive bar. Sometimes they're the best. It's nice. It's a nice dive bar. It is a nice dive bar. A a little rough if you're not ready for the thing. And um, uh, McGillan's is more of a general downtown place, an Irish pub. Right. Even though McGee's and McGillan's are both Irish uh, bars uh, and McGillan's is over a, is a hundred almost 160 years 160 years old jeez 160 years old yeah that's cool though I know 160 years ago down here there was Indians <laughs> <laughs> down here <laughs> down here is Indians and the Key West was uh, the only place in the south the only major city in the south that stayed with the Union the whole time. Oh. I read that. Cool. I read that. That was it. And, uh, well, we'll go, uh, no politics aside, was because it was so far south and the Union Navy had was so overwhelmingly, at, the, at certain times during the war, the, the Southern Army was had the upper hand for a long time. The Union had the resources and the, the superior, larger population but the South had the tactics, and they were very super aggressive. But the Union Navy was, there was, you can't, well, they had the resources, they had the naval tradition and stuff like that, and Key West was a big base and all that wow. stuff. And that's why that, uh, a year or two after the, the war started, the Union Navy took New Orleans and all the, all the major, right. uh, unless they were like, they, they could put cannons up around the harbor and stuff like that. Uh, the South didn't hold two of the biggest harbors uh, during the war, and that hurt them too. Because yeah. when you're at New Orleans, is the gateway to the midsection of the United States and the southern part of the United States. If you can't hold that, then that was, I don't know how the fuck we got right. to that point. Yeah, right I know. There. I actually read about that when I was in New Orleans about, yeah. the, about the Red Stick, of yeah. course, Baton Rouge. So it was really cool, interesting history. Mm. But um, FG, Farmer Gloria, mom. Yeah. AKA fucking grandma. She sent a text. Um, she texted me the craziest thing yesterday, just out of nowhere, randomly, and yeah. wanted. To, she said, "Why was there no vice president in 1948?" And of course, 48, 48. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Truman. That was Truman's first uh, uh, election because he took over for Roosevelt. I'm a history major, right? And, and Truman Listen was this, the Truman was so uh, Truman was the vice president uh, in that term that. Roosevelt passed away, and, and then Truman came over in 48. 
Was that the she one? She was a little off. She was a little off with her years, but um, uh, it was. I thought it was fifty. What? Well, it was, of course, because um, Roosevelt died yeah. in forty-five. Forty-five. Okay. April forty-five. Right, but um, Truman ran for re-election because obviously he was the vice president and took over as president when Truman mm -hmm. FDR died. But when he re-ran and won with a new vice president, that's when he did the uh, secondary succession ruling and put it back into place because back in like 1792 they had taken away the secondary succession because they didn't want i want to say it was this, yesterday i kept thinking it was secretary secretary of state but it's the speaker of the house would have been the next person to take over so if the president i know i think the, the vice president used to be the guy that got the second amount of votes well, it, you, they didn't run yeah. as a ticket all the time. So what they in did the is that back then, when he wanted to put it back into place and agreed with Congress that they wanted an elected official to be the successor to the. It's vice actually an amendment in the Constitution that that provides for the law of succession. It goes from president to vice president to speaker of the house to senator pro tem, a right. senate yes, president pro tem, and then and then secretary of state, secretary of state number five. So technically, in '48, there was no vice president because Truman had won the election, uh, and the vice president had not been appointed yet, and he wasn't sworn in yet. So anyway, I asked mom, and then when he got elected, he wasn't um, Dewey was supposed to. And Truman, it's funny you mentioned Truman because the Key West is the Southern White House. They called the one in Key right. West was Truman, it's, it's the Truman, Truman House, the Truman House, yep. And that's good, Gloria. So, right? So anyway, I asked Mom, right? And I said, what did you do? Were you listening to NPR, which is National Public Radio? I yeah. Said, what happened? Why did you ask Gloria's me that Gloria's a big question? NPR person she, like was me? She, oh, big time. And Mom's, yeah, Mom's a little smart bit... people. She's a very that. curious nerd. But she knew that I was somehow going to know the answer. And so I asked her, I said, Mom, why did you ask me that question? And did you hear this on NPR and you just wanted to know why? She goes, no, I have a magnet on my fridge. <laughs> I said, you have a magnet. A Truman um, magnet? She has a magnet on her fridge about interesting facts from 1948 because, yes, my mother is 71. That's the year she was born. So it said one of the interesting facts was that there was no vice president oh. in 48, that homes, the average home cost $7,700 and the median income was $2,300 a year. Oh, they used to do that all the time on your right. birthday. When your year you were born, like, this is what I was uh, a gallon of milk was 58 cents. <laughs> exactly. So that was all because of her magnet. And, and a butt plug was like 12 cents. two hours of texting back and forth yeah. while I was trying to yeah. get out of work, get home from work, and answer her question. It was hilarious. But, but Mom, I love your curious mind. You're oh. so cute. Okay, well, listen, we have some changes coming up in the next couple of weeks, but nothing too drastic. We may have a better sound quality and stuff like that. But what I'd like to ask everyone... If you do listen and you haven't had the opportunity, the best thing you do to help us would be to leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us from. Whichever Whether they be choose. Spotify, iTunes, uh, Overcast, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio is a yeah. big one. YouTube uh, YouTube would be another one, too, and because I started free making free. sure you got to um, automatically... What's that noise? Dog. Maybe it's dog. Oh, so, good. It sounded like uh, uh, there was a air dog. was escaping. I think he was just sighing. Huh? Like, I think it was a big right. sigh. Well, listen, we're going to we're gonna sign off right now. <laughs> he just wants everybody to leave a good reason. Ugh. That's what he's Yes. Saying. Thank you. Uh, you like to say goodbye? Yeah. Oh, goodbye, everyone. I just want to say goodbye. Until next time. Oh, goodness. Keep right with